the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Bob Bernie Live. Looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. Now, I, I, I realize that we are broadcasting in Ohio and in Florida today. Uh, but what I'm about to say doesn't, well, it doesn't impact you folks in Florida, particularly Tampa, as much as Ohio. Now, for those of you in Florida and you may not know anything about Columbus, we're just about halfway between Cleveland and Cincinnati. We're just almost smack dab in the middle of those two cities. Cleveland is up in the north. Cincinnati is far to the south. And uh, we have NFL teams in both of those cities, Cleveland and Cincinnati. Now, for many years, well, Cincinnati, well, in recent history, they haven't done much until now. We got Joe Burrow as the quarterback. They are in the playoffs. And then we've got the Cleveland Browns. Last year, they did better than they've done for years in all of Cleveland. And, well, much of Ohio went crazy. And this was going to be the year for the Cleveland Browns. And, well, it hasn't turned out that way. If you watched the game last night, that was pathetic. It really was. Now, those of you in Tampa, well, you are obviously going to the uh, playoffs and you've clinched, uh, clinched first place in your division. So congratulations to the uh, to the Bucks there in Tampa. Here in Ohio, particularly in northern Ohio, not not so much. So here is what I'm suggesting. All right, here's what I here's what I'm suggesting for the Cleveland Browns. Uh, last night, when they played the the Pittsburgh Steelers and Ben Roethlisberger's farewell game in Heinz Field, uh, he's retiring, and that was going to be his last home game, and you know, very emotional. Uh, Cleveland Browns had a really tough time even making first downs. Really tough time making first downs. The quarterback was having a, a really tough time. So here's here's what I'm recommending. All right, uh, Cleveland Browns have one more game. In fact, almost all of the NFL teams have one game left in the in the season. I am suggesting a rule change since the Browns are struggling. So I am suggesting that next weekend. The other team, and I'm a little embarrassed, I can't remember who they're playing next week, but the other team, now they will play by the old rules. You know, there's two teams, and the other team 
Oh, they're playing Cincinnati. Ah, yeah, Jeff. By the way, welcome back, Jeff. Jeff was away last week. Well, he wanted to be away and got sick and couldn't go away. But anyway, all right, they're playing Cincinnati. All right. So here's the scoop. I am suggesting that for the Cleveland Browns, they only have to go three yards for a first down. Now, Cincinnati, since they're doing much better, they're in charge of their division. They're they're going to the playoffs. They'll still have to go 10 yards. But the Cleveland Browns will only have to go three yards. That's number one. Number two, I'm suggesting that the Cleveland Browns operate under these new rules. No player on the opposite team will be allowed within two yards of the quarterback. There will be like an invisible shield around the quarterback. And none of the Cincinnati defense will be able to get within two yards of the Cleveland quarterback. So three yards for a first down, and nobody can touch the Cleveland quarterback. You say, Bob, that's ridiculous. That's ludicrous. Changing the rules just so you can win? Um, well, that's right out of the Democrats' playbook. No, I'm serious. And the reason I gave you an absolutely ludicrous illustration is to try to prove how ludicrous this is. Here's the headline that I'm holding in my hand. Schumer, that's Chuck Schumer, the Senate Majority Leader, the uh, Democratic leader of the U.S. Senate, Schumer vows vote on changing Senate rules if the GOP continues to block efforts. See, we have like two teams. We have the Republicans and we have the Democrats. Now, right now, they're all playing by the same rules, the rules that have been in the Senate for quite some time. Now, can the rules be changed? Yes, and they have been changed. But usually not just so that one side can win and the other side would lose. And that's exactly what's happening here. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer vowed on Monday, that was yesterday, that he will push a vote on changing the Senate rules by January 17th if Republicans continue to oppose his party's voting rights bill. So so in other words, Chuck Schumer, representing the team of the Democrats in my illustration here, we got the Democrat team, we got the Republican team, and they're trying to score points, okay? And they're following the rules, or at least they have been. But Chuck Schumer is tired of losing, to the other side. And so, rather than winning legally, rightfully, he wants to change the rules. Quote, If Republicans continue to block our efforts, the Senate will debate and consider changes to Senate rules on or before January 17th, Martin Luther King Jr. Day, to protect the foundation of our democracy. 
<clears throat> so we have rules in the Senate, and you can vote on this, you can't vote on this, you can do this, you can't do that. And Schumer is not winning using the current rules, <clears throat> just like our Cleveland Browns are not winning using the current rules. Sadly, tragically, right now, if you put <sighs> right now, if you put the Cleveland Browns on the field with another team and they are both playing by the same rules, well, the Browns aren't doing real well. So it would seem maybe changing the rules would give them a better chance to win. And that's what the Democrats want to do. And here's the hysterical thing, and yet sadly ironic. He wants to change the rules and slant them to his party and basically make it unfair for the other party. And why? Quote, to protect the foundation of our democracy. Schumer sent a letter on Monday to the members of the Senate Democratic Caucus regarding the issue. He said, quote, The fight for the ballot is as old as the Republic over the coming weeks. The Senate will once again consider how to perfect this union and confront the historic challenges facing our democracy. And listen to this. We hope our Republican colleagues change course and work with us, but if they do not, the Senate will debate and consider changes to the Senate rules. Does he not realize how ridiculous that sounds? We want our Republican colleagues to, uh, to play ball with us, but if, if they don't let us win, well, we're just going to change the rules so we can win. And this is to <clears throat> change democracy. Now, the legislation that he's talking about is election reform. And the kind of election reform will almost take completely away states' rights and states' principles concerning elections. The way our Constitution was written, the way our founding fathers devised it, is that each state determines their own election rules. That's why we are the United States of America. And that has worked now for almost 250 years. Until now. So Chuck Schumer wants to shred the rules of the Senate in order to make things fair. And that would be just like the Cleveland Browns saying, well, in order to make things fair, we're going to play by different rules than the other team plays. Then maybe we can win. Hmm. You know, maybe that's not such a bad idea at all. Yeah, the the Browns kind of need that. But, you know, I like the Bengals, too. So, yeah. All right. (laughs) 
We'll take a break, and then we'll be back. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. Uh, this story, this story breaks my heart, and uh, I, I would hope it, it breaks your heart as well. Uh, Christians in Kenya. Now, we, we know about the slaughter of thousands of Christians in Nigeria. Uh, that's in the news continuously. But the violence in Kenya is really beginning to increase. And uh, uh, I, have, I have been so blessed in my life. Um, I have not traveled as much as probably many of you have traveled, but I've been in uh, 32 or 33 different countries. Uh, I've been in the country of Moldova 20 or 21 times, and then 31 or 32 other countries. Um, But my very first international trip, my very first mission trip was to Kenya. Uh, I was pastoring a wonderful church, a very mission-minded church that my wife and I had the privilege of establishing. And uh, we, uh, my goal as pastor was to visit every one of the missionaries that we supported as a local church. I didn't quite make it, but that was my goal. And the very first trip I took was to Kenya. And I and I got to tell you, I fell in love with the country of Kenya. In fact, you asked my wife today; she was convinced we were moving to Kenya. When I came back from that very first mission trip to Kenya, that's all I could talk about. What a wonderful country it was! The people there uh, at that time. Uh, people talk about the romance of Africa. There was a a, a spirit, a and, and by the way, a great revival was happening in Kenya at that time. People were 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 accepting Christ by the thousands. Hundreds of churches were being established all over the country. The spirit of God was at work all over the country, and it was beautiful, spectacular. Went on safari and saw the. The lions and the giraffes and the elephants, and it was just a gorgeous, gorgeous country and incredibly safe. I mean, it was an incredibly safe country back then. It's been a long time ago. It is not any longer. Radical Muslims have been drifting south from the northern border of Kenya and they continue to take more and more and more of the country and leave bloodshed, slaughter, and destruction in their wake. You've probably heard of al-Shabaab. Al-Shabaab is a militant Islamic group. And I came across this headline today. Bodies burned beyond recognition, al-Shabaab militants torture. Behead Christians 
in Kenya. Suspected al-Shabaab militants tortured and killed at least six Christians, five of whom were reportedly beheaded in a terror attack. In a village on Kenya's uh, coastal region that borders Somalia, a representative from Christian Concerns said, It's an ugly sight of people's bodies lying dead and houses smoking with fire. This is undeniably an awful terrorist attack. I counted seven houses that were torched down, four bodies of people burned beyond recognition in the houses. A body shot dead right outside of a burned house, another beheaded body next to it. Other villagers escaped into the dark, and the police are still looking for them. Uh, They had their hands tied behind them when they were beheaded, and then their bodies were set on fire. And As I said, they were burned beyond recognition. Uh, This is becoming more and more common in the country of Kenya. When Christian missionaries began going to Kenya, uh, back when it was uh, under British control, it was an incredibly peaceful country. And Christianity was really taking a foothold. The uh, president of the country... Uh, when they gained their independence from uh, from Great Britain, claimed to be a convert to Christ, whether he was a real born-again Christian, I, I don't know. But it was a country of peace and tranquility and prosperity. And then the militant Muslims came. And um, everywhere they have gone, There has been destruction and bloodshed. I bring this up for several reasons. Pray for your brothers and sisters in Christ around the world. I was talking earlier about the move to virtual online services because it's more convenient. And then I think of these precious saints in Kenya and Nigeria and so many other countries who willingly risk their lives just to be together with other believers. Think about it. Thank you for joining me. I hope you have a wonderful evening, but please remember whose you are. Listen. Listen. Think. Think. Discern. Discern. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.